0: Welcome and thank you for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection on May 19th, 2021. Our patience has been tested by the restrictions placed on us for the last 15 months due to the COVID 19 pandemic. As we start a return to the new normal, our patience will continue to be tested. And as Christians, we will have many opportunities to show understanding and compassion to our friends and family members. If you happen to find yourself in a tug-of-war with someone over COVID protocols going forward, remind yourself to take a deep breath, cut the rope you are both tugging on, and place Jesus in the middle of the rope. Through prayer, allow Jesus to help you make room for each other's concerns and opinions. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most gracious God, we thank you for your word that enriches our Christian lives with your wisdom. Help us to look for opportunities to use that wisdom to your glory. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Back before COVID hit and locked us out of in-person worship, Sunday school, meals together, and Bible study, our young adults class, known as the Navigators class, was discussing sin and specifically confessing our sin. I must admit that I told our class sometimes I had a problem confessing my sins because I couldn't remember specifically what sins I had committed. I know that sounds pretty awful, but I think it's because we commit the same sins over and over again and don't even know it. We kind of get used to it. As part of our church liturgy is the confession of sins. About a year ago, I committed to myself to recite our confession daily as part of my morning routine. I wanted to make myself more conscious of my sinful nature, as well as thankful for the forgiveness of sins that God offers through His Son, Jesus Christ. Our confession concludes with, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in Your will and walk in Your ways to the glory of Your holy name. Amen. I have been pondering recently what Scripture might apply to those prayers for forgiveness and renewal. When I began my research, I was overwhelmed with the opportunities to apply God's Word to each one of the petitions at the end of the Confession. I have broken down the prayer and included Scripture for each petition that I would like to share with you. I would encourage you to do your own Bible study based on these petitions because I really do think it gives us a better understanding and a foundation for our confession of sins. That will also help us live into our church's vision of learning, loving, living God's word. I do think it's important for us to know the scriptural basis of all of our liturgy, including creeds and confessions. We should treat all of our liturgy intentionally I'm sure you've heard someone recite a family blessing prior to a meal that was spoken so fast you thought the food was going to catch fire. We just need to slow down and be more intentional. All right, let's address the first petition, forgive us. And I chose 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 through chapter 2, verse 2. Here is the reading. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins, and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim that we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin, but if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. As John confirms for us in this reading, if we confess our sins, God will forgive us. Jesus Christ was the sacrificial lamb that took what we deserved in order for us to receive what we do not deserve. The next petition is Renew Us. And I chose a couple of verses from Colossians chapter 3 and verses 9 through 10. Here is the reading. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed, in knowledge, in the image of its creator. I truly believe as Christians, we believe we're being renewed each day into a more Christ-like image. Our renewal will be completed when Christ returns. Let's look at the next petition. Lead us. I chose John chapter 10, verse 27. Here's the reading. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Jesus calls us every day to be one of his disciples and to help others through humble service. Next is delight in your will. And I selected 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. Here is that reading. Rejoice always, pray continually, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, if we have any question what it means to delight in God's will, this is certainly one of the answers. We are to pray, give thanks in all circumstances. Notice the word all, it doesn't say in some circumstances or only when it suits us. All means all. And next, walk in your ways. I selected a couple of verses from the book of Exodus, chapter 34, verses six through seven. And you you may remember this from last week. Here's the reading. And he passed in front of Moses proclaiming, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands, and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of their parents to the third and fourth generation. Now, if we're to walk in his ways, we should be slow to anger, love one another, be faithful and forgiving. And here's how I addressed to the glory of your holy name. I selected Galatians chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Here is the reading. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers and sisters with me, to the churches in Galatia grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. How can I, as a believer, use my life, my gifts, my talents, and resources to give Christ glory both now and forever. You know, this is a question that I ponder quite a bit, and the answer or answers for me will not be the same as the answers that apply to you. We all have different gifts and talents that we were blessed with by our Creator. And it is certainly our responsibility, individually and collectively, to use those gifts and talents and resources to glorify God through following Jesus. I believe that Jesus washed away all our sins with his blood. The entirety of God's word is what undergirds this confession. Let us pray. Almighty God, our creator and provider of all things good, we thank you for instilling in us the love for your word. Help your word always speak to us in a meaningful way and help us to interpret your word correctly. Lord, help us to always confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We thank you for our freedom from sin through the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ. We lift up this prayer in his name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.